and I was running ads since college and one of my ads in for my restaurants had like over a hundred thousand impressions with just fifty dollars and I went in to speak to their team on how I was able to accomplish this. So after that, they wanted to recruit me and, and have me work on the Instagram small business ads team. So yeah, they eventually, uh, after some negotiation, some back and forth, and me from as a Brooklyn kid growing up in the, you know, the inner city to seeing like this Bay Area campus at Facebook, I was just blown away. So. Um, yeah, I, I dropped everything. I hired a manager to run my restaurants. I moved to the Bay and I was a startup advisor for Meta and worked on the Instagram uh, small business ads team. Hi, this is Alan Olson and welcome to American Dreams. My guest today is Jack Ling. He is the co-founder or the founder of Coral Global. Sure. Jack, welcome to today's show. Oh, Alan, thank you so much for having me. I met you uh, about a week ago and I had so much fun chatting with you. So I think I'll enjoy this very much. It was a good experience. Uh, we're at that conference that was on longevity and AI and uh, we had dinner together with, uh, I guess, with a, a new technology, uh, uh, growing uh, growing hearts out of living cells and, yeah. and transplanting. So the world is getting exciting for us, although the, as, as we go through this world right now, change is, um, is part of the landscape. And so I want to spend a few minutes today uh, as we visit together uh, learning about your background and how you arrived at the point that you are today. And why don't we start, Jack, with uh, give us a history from, from college on, where you graduated no. from and yeah, during college, it was interesting. I, I actually didn't get accepted to any colleges uh, out of high school. I was an athlete. Uh, I went to community college for one year. I started doing really well. It was called BMCC. And then I transferred to NYU School of Engineering before engineering was really a major uh, subject. And, and during that time, a lot of people weren't really taking engineering. And uh, when I went to college, I, I kind of had to innovate on like how to pay for college. It was, you know, I, I paid my own way. And one of the ways I paid for college was through party promoting. So I would go to different restaurants, uh, bars that were vacant on a Friday and Saturday evening. I would ask if I could rent it out the following week. They would agree. We would negotiate some sort of deal. And then I would uh, run some ads on campus and throw parties. Um, and that's how I met a lot of people. Um, and people started becoming really nice to me, helping me with class, helping me with my resume, helping me get my internships. So I would intern at companies like Coca-Cola, uh, Goldman Sachs, uh, Robico Investments as a Swiss, uh, investment company. And when I graduated, I worked at my first, uh, tech company called allrecipes.com. It was the biggest food website in the world. And. Uh, what I noticed while I was working there was uh, different food trends, different search trends. And I saw a spike in poke uh, searches. So what I did was um, I, I went to some of those restaurants that I was talking to back when I was in college. And I opened up my first restaurant in, uh, in Union Square, New York, when I was 24 years old. And... At that time, we were the 11th highest grossing uh, restaurant for all Square customers. I ended up doing over $3 million that first year. And I opened us, uh, I, in two years, I have seven restaurants. 
Um, and during that time, what, what 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 type of food are you putting in the restaurant? Yeah, so mostly it was fast casual. It was poke. Uh, I had a, a croissant banh mi, which is like a Vietnamese sandwich. I had a, a cafe, uh, and I have a pancake uh, concept. So just a bunch of random concepts. My one of my goals was to own a hundred restaurants at that time. Completely unnecessary goal. I think most of it was out of like ego. Um, but uh, I quickly learned that I did not want to be in the restaurant space. I mean, it was very difficult, very challenging. I imagine that uh, got even more challenging during COVID. Yeah, COVID, I had to shut down um, all almost all my restaurants. And, uh, you know, one of the things that happened while I was working at restaurants was I realized what I was really good at. And one thing was, you know, a lot of these tech companies were reaching out to us, uh, reaching out to us to learn more about what problems they could solve for us. So uh, Square and Uber Eats, they would try to talk to me and I would talk to the engineering team and tell them like how they could do a better job, what they could do better for us. And then Facebook reached out to me about how I was running ads. And if you remember, I was a party promoter and I was running ads since college. And one of my ads in, for my restaurants had like over 100,000 impressions with just $50. And I went in to speak to their team on how I was able to accomplish this. So after that, they wanted to recruit me and, and have me work on the Instagram small business ads team. So yeah, they eventually, I, after some negotiation, some back and forth, and me from as a Brooklyn kid growing up in the you know the inner city to seeing like this bay area campus at facebook i was just blown away so um yeah i, I dropped everything i hired a manager to run my restaurants i moved to the bay and i was a startup advisor for meta and worked on the instagram uh, small business ads team well it's um moving you know, from the engineering, so you graduated out from NYU with that engineering degree? Or? Yeah, graduated. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's amazing too. because you had a up and running business while you were in school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, there's a lot of people who were in that, in that advertising and, and party promoting space, but I just saw like Facebook ads were very new and I felt like I had to take advantage of that. You know, you, so, so Jack, you're, you, you come across, as a true entrepreneur, you're looking for what problem needs to be solved, and so you can put a solution. Um, and you've done it across the board in, in different industries. Engineers typically are showing the processes, but uh, but but your your mindset is a little bit unique in terms of uh, solution oriented first, and then putting processes second. Yeah. Um. Let's roll up to where you're at today, entrepreneur. What what type of things are you currently involved in? Yeah, so while I was working at Instagram, um, some things that I was very interested in was finding business partners to work with. So during that time, I would help people build websites, you know, on the side, as for as a hobby, and I had, I kind of just started getting paid for it, you know, from a few friends, and then uh, as soon as I left Instagram. I had someone offer me a contract where I would build their app for them. And they gave me uh, over 30K a month. And that was very shocking to me. I was like, wow, um, that's a that's a quite a bit. 
And I kind of saw a need in the market because when I was working on the Instagram ads team, I was on the back end side. So working on the ads manager and, and seeing how every little thing combined with the, the user interface and how everything was challenging with the payments in the background and processes and uh, the user experience, everything kind of is intertwined. And that's very similar for a smaller, medium-sized business. So I, I left uh, Instagram. I had a client that paid me 30K to essentially put all their processes in one place because they have 18, uh, it was a dentist with 18 offices and they had to, uh, had all their customers in one dashboard, had their internal team also being able to view the dashboard and uh, run payroll and, uh, you know, for HR and just have everything in one place. And, and that was a very big deal for them. They actually uh, got over a thousand more bookings uh, appointments on the app than they did on the phone. So um, something as sim as easy as that can cha uh, completely change the business. So, um, so right now COVID came, how did that impact you? Yeah, COVID, COVID was, uh, it was tricky. Well, one, because I'm, I'm Asian American. I think a lot of people, um, the rhetoric was like Asians brought COVID over and I uh, experienced a lot of racism, just seeing that across the board, it was quite devastating. Uh, you know, there's like a 400% increase on Asian Americans, uh, being attacked. Um, there's also a increased in, in, uh, depression and suicide rates for Asian Americans. Uh, actually, Asia, uh, suicide is one of the, is the leading cause of death for young Asian American adults. And, uh, I'm starting to see that, uh, as I'm becoming an older man and uh, seeing a lot of the the people in my life um, end up taking their life and it, it's quite sad yeah. um, and uh, yeah actually that is that it it's uh it, it it seems like that's it it's just not in inside the Asian America I think that whole trend is prevalent in a lot of depression yeah uh, that's put because of the the tremendous amount of change and pressure that's put on for adapting um yeah, agrees you know so thank you for sharing that and i i think you're not alone in uh in in the feeling of what's out there uh but uh, you know as, as you're going through you know life uh you got this entrepreneur side that uh you you founded a company coral gable or coral, coral global. global yeah yeah and how did that how did that come about yeah you know i like I, when I was working at Instagram, people were asking me like, oh, can you help me build my website? Can you help me uh, build an app? And, and slowly I kind of just started building and I, and then eventually I couldn't keep building everything myself and I had to hire a team. And one thing led to another. And then I started getting some high profile clients. I, I did a lot of Gary V's football players. I did, uh, Bella Hadid's, um, you know, NFT projects. So like these like celebrities were reaching out to me and like one thing at a time, I just started taking in some clients. I started uh, building and then now I have a full engineering team. Uh, my business partner was a former Instagram engineer and he quit with me as well. And, you know, I get to kind of work from wherever I, I want and I'm able to, um, you know, provide a, a real service and a real need for a lot of businesses. And it's really fulfilling. Jack, how did you find your mentor in life? 
Yeah, that's a good question. I I, I always uh, wanted uh, some sort of father figure because, you know, my I don't blame my dad, but I know that my dad, you know, came from a different generation and he doesn't speak English. My, both my parents don't speak English. And uh, he was working like six days a week in another state, so I almost never saw him. And I always, you know, valued and admired families that, or, or one of my friends that had this like father figure who was going to their basketball games and, and coaching their sons or playing sports with their sons. And I never had that. So I, I, that was kind of always what I always wanted. And, and, uh, eventually when I, when I was in the Bay area, I met Keith and Keith, uh, kind of became that father figure for me. Keith is, his name's Keith Ferrazzi. I read his book and then I met him a, a month later and then uh, I told him, hey, I read your book. It was amazing. We kicked it off. And, um, you know, he's absolutely changed my life. And, uh, and and so how did Keith connect with you as a mentor? How did you use that? Yeah, I mean, um, I I automatically, I kind of told him everything I was working on. And he he kind of took a step back and he was like, why are you doing these things? Like, make me made me pay attention to my why my intention and i realized after you know years of doing a lot of personal work a lot of the reasons why i was doing what i was doing trying to open a hundred restaurants trying to succeed in different ways was because i was i didn't i felt very insecure and i was trying to prove to my dad that i was worth something and um you know a lot of the the work i was doing came from a place of pain instead of a place of joy, instead of a place of love. And and I think Keith really helped me realize that. Jack, you do a lot of uh, meditation. Uh, can you expand on why it's important to you, what you find through doing that? Yeah, I, you know, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. It was like a zoo, right? It was like, you know, I had... Every I wake up, I hear the cars out the window, I hear the honking, I hear people screaming, I hear like people walking. It was like it you just never I never had time to 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 spend time with myself without any distraction. And then I, I, I find yoga and I do yoga to to keep in shape and to stretch, but after yoga there's like this like ten minutes of laying there. Uh, and you just lay and that is a state of meditation and i i kind of fell in love with that that 10 minutes when had nothing to worry about when i was deeply relaxed and i started meditating and finding that i would actually receive a lot more answers when i was meditating about myself than what anyone could really coach you on right so uh it, I've, I now meditate two times a day, every day for the last two, three years. Um, I feel like whenever I'm going through uh, an issue or a challenge, uh, I want to spend a lot of time by myself. And then the, the wisdom, the downloads that I get while I'm in that space, it's profound. Like I would, I would sometimes sit there and ask like, Hey, what should I be doing? And just have that question. And, and and sit for 10 minutes and then the answer would come to me and it would feel like a divine answer Alan it feel like it came from somewhere else and then I would execute and it would be like whoa like how how did that happen and it was like you should talk to that person 
in the room. You know, I I want to expand on this a little bit more. That uh, yeah, I've done over two thousand interviews and uh, entrepreneurs starting businesses, and and what I have found is that to be an entrepreneur is a gift, right. uh, but it's a gift from God. Different God. And more often than not, uh, yeah, the entrepreneurs will relate spirituality, divine intervention, though. They're, they're trying to find a solution out there. And so they'll go to God in prayer. And just like you outlined, it, 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 is, it is not their thoughts, but it's, it's a divine intervention. Say, you know, Jack, try this, go talk to this person. And, and so to, to call it for what it is, is really a, a connection with, with God and spirituality. Right. Uh, and, and that, that is truly a gift. Uh, a gift. So I appreciate you sharing. Yeah. That. I, I think, you know, a lot more people can tap into it by just spending time alone with them and God. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. think Steve Jobs talks about it a lot in his book. Um, yeah, it's also one of the, the one of the reasons why I met Keith. You know, God was like, "You should go to this event." Okay. You know, and I'll have I have people come on the show. They'll tell me that in the middle of the night they had a dream exactly what they're supposed to do. So they woke up in the morning. They started a, a disruptive technology that that blessed the, the humanity and, right. and you know companies going public and. And, and, and so I, I, I think staying with the connection, especially in this world of change, right. it is so important. I want to yeah. move into the, 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 the business, uh, what it's like. So you were Instagram, you, you, yeah, you ran across Keith, uh, started your own business. What, what was it like? Um, what was it like when you got your first paying customer? Oh. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the first few paying customers was, it, it was like, I, I almost felt like I was doing a favor to a lot of people, so they weren't paying me that much. I knew I was worth a lot more, but I was trying to prove to myself and the market that I was worth more by executing, right? Mm-hmm. So the first few paying customers was just enough for me to to get the job done, like the websites, just get it done, Right. Uh, like uh, paid me by my time and I was very, very generous. I didn't know my own worth. I didn't charge a lot. But when I first, I had my first high paying customer, it, it, it really changed the trajectory of my life. Like it, it showed me what was possible. And it showed me like, hey, I could take on four or five, six, six more customers that are paying this much money. And now I'm on a, on a path to becoming a millionaire. And it was like, that's it. Like, that's it. Like just five customers that are paying you the same amount and you're a millionaire. And it's like, whoa, like that, that shift in my brain, it, it, it showed me it was possible. So I started doing that. I just started seeking the same exact customer who had the same exact problem and finding more of him and her. And that's what I did. I just spent all my time doing that. And uh, and my, and then I showed my business partner it was possible. Like, Hey, we just need <laughs> a few more of these people. And, and we have a, we have a multimillion dollar business changed everything. Well said. So Jack, for 
the world that we live in, the rapid amount of change, you have AI coming in, you have longevity solutions, you, you know, there's just a lot of stuff out there with a flowing river of data. What advice would you have for a person getting ready to put out their own shingle? Yeah, I think, you know, back then when they were saying, if you weren't, if you're not using tech or social media, like your business is, is, is going to be left in the dust. I think now we have to prioritize how are you going to be tech or social media first. And when I start a new business or when I coach clients on how to uh, launch their business, it's like, what is your social media strategy and what is your tech stack? And without those, and, and, and there's a lot of sources, resources to, to give you access to different tech stacks and to use their platform or use their social media platform. So as long, but as long as you have a strategy and it doesn't have to be complex, right? We just need to be tech or social first. Well, Jack, I appreciate you being on today's show. It's, it's fun having you with us, hearing the insight, uh, you know, how you got to where you are today. And if the person wants to reach out and say, hey, get, I want Jack on my team, how would they go ahead and, and contact you? Yeah, they would uh, reach out, reach me by email at jack at coral.global. Once again, it's jack at coral.global. Or my Instagram, it's my name, Jack Liang, J-A-C-K-L-I-A-N-G. All right. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much, Alan. It was my pleasure.